in order to ask a question that's going to create more for your life, ask a question with a how or what. Reframe from asking why questions, because when you ask why questions, you actually get more of the crap. You know, when you're like, why God, why is this happening? Why? You're actually going to get more of the why of the junk that you don't want. What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous Podcast, and today I have my dear friend, Joanna Vargas, on with me today. Joanna is the founder of the Get Up Girl Podcast, and she is truly one of the most bold, inspiring, loud, and just vibrant women that I've had the pleasure of getting to know. Joanna and I were in a mastermind together. And over the past year, I have just watched her fall down and get up time and time again in the various businesses that she has run. And that is the theme of our conversation today. So Joanna talks about what it looks like to fall down and get up time and time again and the process that you can go through to recover from any sort of letdown, failure, um, you know, business relationship, job loss, whatever it is that you can do over and over again. And Joanna shares a story about losing $250,000 in her business back in 2018 and how that actually lit a fire for her to come back even bigger and bolder. Joanna also shares why it's so important to get curious with your life and ask better questions to expand your life and what's possible. And let me tell you, Joanna is someone who asks some of the most thought-provoking and incredible questions that will literally change your life. And she shares a few of them here in this episode. I literally cannot wait for you to get to know my girl, Joanna Vargas. So Joanna is a dynamic entrepreneur full of drive and enthusiasm. You will hear that in this episode. She has been studying dance since the age of five and has been in the entertainment, dance, and fitness business since high school. Joanna began as an entrepreneur when she graduated high school, and in 1999, she created JV Empire and created her first professional dance production honoring Michael Jackson called The King of Pop. In 2001, she created Maxed Out Hip Hop Dance Competition, and that competition is still running smoothly to this day. It hosts 3,000 dancers and fans every year, and Joanna's new Dance Your Life podcast hosts famous choreographers and dancers in the dance industry. 
In 2004, Joanna opened up JV Dance Center and grew that business to 700 students. And since then, she has sold the business and created the Fit Factor Studio in 2012. This led to a love for fitness and took her event experience. And in 2014, she created the Alhambra Pumpkin Run 1K, 5K, 10K, and annually brings in more than 5,000 people to the event. Needless to say, this woman is a total boss babe who has created multiple streams of incomes, multiple businesses, and has succeeded and failed time and time again. Joanna's latest creation is the Get Up Girl podcast, and every week, Joanna pours her wisdom into you through her stories, her tools, and her fun, radical candor. Joanna believes that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get real, you will live a happier life. Joanna uses a wide range of experience in leadership, business building, and the fundamentals of fitness and motivation to create kick-ass and life-changing events, as well as classes and coaching for her clients all over the world. She helps leverage your natural abilities while building your physical and mental strength. Joanna pushes her students teams, and colleagues to their absolute personal best and lovingly provides the training that helps you tap into your personal power. You are going to absolutely love this conversation with Joanna. Let's dive in. Okay, guys, you are in for like a mega treat today because I have my girl, Joanna Vargas, the get up girl. This episode is going to be pure fire because you are pure fire. Like what I love so much about you, Joanna, is that you just, you like radiate this like unapologetic, like boss, babe, do it, motivational energy that is big and bold and loud and yet so inviting and welcoming at the same time. And I just, I, I love you. I adore you. And I'm so grateful for you being here. Oh, Miss Martin, dang, I'm way more excited than you. And thanks for calling me a boss babe. Yes. I'm on fire. Let's do this. <laughs> All right, girl. So I start every podcast episode off with the exact same question. And that is, what is one boldly courageous thing you've done recently? I decided to close my brick and mortar business. And I am so proud of myself for doing it with my head held high and with my big girl panties on. And it was extremely courageous. Mm, yeah, I can imagine that that was a challenge. Now, I'm going to guess that it was a result of COVID. So can you share a little bit more about what that decision was like? Because I know that uh, when it comes to our businesses, it can sometimes feel like an attachment, like a limb or a leg or a baby or a person and releasing that and making space for something even better is not always easy. So can you walk us through that process? Absolutely. You know, Melissa, I ask questions in order to lighten things up for me. And ever since COVID happened in mid-March, I was asking the question, what is the gift in this that I can't see right now? How does this get any better? Oh, what, it, what else is possible for my business that I cannot see? And for the first two months, I actually felt pretty light in the quarantine. I was enjoying my time 
out of the studio. I was enjoying my time at home. And it was such a gift for me to have the contrast to see that I actually like to slow down. I am a freaking hustler. And I've been a hustler since high school where I was that girl that was in every club, every ASB, you know, dance team, this and that. And I've always been an overachiever and searching for, hey, look at me, here's my accolades. And so it's been years and years and years of doing that and business after business after business. And finally to slow down, I was actually happy. And it was interesting, Melissa, because I, it was a little bit of guilt being happy that things were closed down and that people were sad that life had kind of taken a shift. So with that being said, it was such contrast to see, you know what? I'm not happy with what I'm doing in this business. And when things reopened, it felt extremely heavy to reopen. It did not, meaning my compass was showing me to go one way and I was fighting to go the other way. Why? Because my clients wanted me to stay, because they were DMing me and making me feel good. You know, my ego was being, was being massaged because they wanted to come back to the fitness studio. And with that being said, all the questions I was asking from the beginning, God and life and the universe was giving me the answers and the awareness of it is time to do something new. And with that, I made the choice to close the brick and mortar and go all online. And I feel so proud because I did it with my head held high. I've closed businesses before and I left and I ghosted clients. I ghosted my employees because I was embarrassed. I was full of shame. I felt like I was a failure. And this one, I was able to walk away. And uh, so that's in a nutshell what happened. Mm. Okay. I, first of all, I just, I want to acknowledge you for, you know, your courage and your bravery to follow what felt right, not what felt good. Because I know I I relate to this so much in so many levels because, you know, I transitioned out of my marriage in 2019 and sometimes whether it's in personal relationships or business relationships or our careers, the right decision doesn't always feel like the good decision. Mm. Like it doesn't always feel good. The right decision can be so in alignment and so true for us. And we know like from a soul (laughs) level that it is the path, but that doesn't mean that it feels good. It doesn't mean that it's easy. (laughs) It doesn't mean that it's without the pain and grief and Mm. depression and like the emotions that we have to grow through. So I just want to acknowledge you for that because I know that even though you're walking through a valley right now, that you're going to get up 10 times stronger because you made a decision from a truly aligned place of what your soul wanted. So what's the next big thing? Like, what is this creating space for? It's creating space for me to do what I would like to do, Melissa. This was a big aha. I did a Facebook Live yesterday, and it was like, ah, you know, when the light bulb goes on, the Oprah moment of, oh my gosh, I have chosen me for the first time. On this planet, Joanna Vargas, first time I'm choosing me, and here's the lie that I bought. I bought this lie that I was choosing me for so many years. Oh, I'm... 
confident. I'm this, you know, feeling X, Y, Z. And I wasn't. And it was just such good information for me to go, oh, that's interesting. I've been choosing for others when I thought I was choosing for me. And again, that question of what's the gift that I can't see? And the gift came that I was able to see that I was choosing for others. So what's next is I am creating an online community of fitness, but it's more all about life. And it's what I want to teach. It's things that I want to do. It's the time slots that I want to do them. And if people are in a line with that invitation, then they're going to sign up for it. And I'm not pre already going through the, okay, what time works for everybody? Or what do they want to learn? All that kind of stuff that I would filter through before when I was creating classes and creating courses. And right now I'm like, which one is fun? Which one is the path of least resistance? I want to teach this. Okay. And I was throwing it out there and having so much fun. So Melissa, I don't even know what it looks like yet, but it's like whatever feels fun right now, that's what I'm going with. Mm, Yes. And when it, I mean, you just radiate fun and excitement and energy. And I know that when you get that energy aligned with what's perfectly congruent with what your soul wants, like your success is guaranteed because you just become magnetic. You are a very magnetic energy to begin with. And I think sometimes in business, a lot of people have this fear around being polarizing. They have this fear around being 100% who they are because they're afraid that if I create the business around my life, if I, you know, go down this path and draw a line in the sand and I stand 100% in my truth and my authenticity that I might offend people or that I will turn clients away or it won't fit for them. And we get into this mindset of lack and fear. And so we take action from that place of lack and fear. Mm -hmm. And what ends up happening is we get these fence sitters that are like one foot in with what we're saying and one foot out. And they're not like, you know, and it's, it's nobody likes a fence sitter in any relationship, business, personal, right? I want to know, are you in or are you out? And so I love that you're sharing this because I think polarity is like what makes us unique. It's when we can choose to be 100% authentic that people get off the fence and they're either going to join us or they're going to join somebody else. And that's a beautiful thing because you actually release them from sitting on the fence and they can go find the person or the business or the times that fit for them. And that creates space for you to call on the thing that you want. It's, it's exactly the same as making the decision. You got off the fence when it came to the brick and mortar business, right? Mm-hmm. And look at the path that it's creating. So I love that you mm-hmm. shared that. And I, you've said about already in the few minutes that we've been talking, you've asked about nine or 10 different, really powerful questions. Mm-hmm. And what I know about you, Joanna, is that you are very focused on asking questions that will shift your perspective. So can you talk a little bit more about how asking better questions has literally shaped your reality today? Oh, Melissa, and everybody listening, if there's one thing that you walk away from this podcast episode is getting curious with your life and asking questions. And one thing that I would like to, I guess, facilitate and educate is about questions right now, I think are kind of sexy and cool. It's like out there right now. And, and I wonder how we can even expand that even more because the next, I'm trying to find the right word I would like to use as energy, but the next level of the question is getting curious. 
So when you ask a question and you're completely curious and you do not answer it, that is the secret sauce, is not answering the question. Because when you answer the question, you actually limit the possibilities that the universe and God in life can give you, can grant you. And when you don't answer the question and you're completely curious, like a young, young child, then you always get an awareness that is always better than you can ever imagine. Going back to what you said, however, sometimes the awareness is not fun. It it comes in a in a gift or a package that's is mm, it does not feel good. But in the grand scheme of things, it's actually better. And I have a three step process. So, in order to shift and feel a little bit lighter, the first thing I do is I ask a question. And here's a little side note about asking questions. In order to ask a question that's going to create more for your life, ask a question with a how or a what. Reframe from asking why questions, because when you ask why questions, you actually get more of the crap. You know, when you're like, why God, why is this happening? Why? You're actually going to get more of the why of the junk that you don't want. But when you ask, huh, what is this? What is happening right now? And you actually get curious, which is step two. Get curious, curious, curious. Like, hmm, it's that kind of energy of the, huh, I wonder. And the third step is just be open for the awareness of what it is. And your body will light up. You'll just kind of know. You'll get a sign. You'll get, somebody will call you. You might get the awareness in five minutes and you might get it in four months like the way it took for me after I started asking from the middle of March. And so that's the thing in a nutshell of questions. And I'm gonna give uh, everybody two questions that are easy and simple to ask. The first one is, how does it get be any better than this? How does it get any better than this? You can ask it when things are great and you can ask it when things are crappy. The second question you can ask is, what else is possible? It's really simple. What else is possible here? And because when you answer the question, Melissa, we actually answer the question with our brain, with our logical mind, with our how many years we've been on this planet information. I can only answer the question with what Joanna knows, with what I know. And then I actually limit the possibility of the awareness and the answer. And when I don't answer it, oh my gosh, the universe always has something way, 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 way better for me always in store. I love it because it sounds like your ego is the thing that wants to answer, but it's really oh. that higher power or source or God or whatever you believe <laughs> that, you know, you're, you're basically opening the channel for, to be surprised, right? For oh. magic. Ding, ding, ding. Surprise. Yes. You're, oh my gosh, you just hit it. I, I love that. I'm going to take that surprise. Yeah. You're opening yourself so you could be surprised. You're like, oh, I didn't even know it. Could and be who that. doesn't love a good surprise, right? <laughs> right. Yes. So your whole mission and platform is built around this idea of the get up girl. And a lot of what you're sharing right now, the three-step process of how to get back up after something big or small and asking these questions is kind of the foundation for everything that you teach. So where did the inspiration and the idea for the get up girl come from? Great story. Well, 
you know, when you go to these workshops or things of that nature and they're like, let's, let's journal and, and write what you're good at, or, uh, you know, cause you're trying to hone on, hone in on your next business adventure. So I was at a workshop and the facilitator asked, what do people always ask you about? You know, when people just DM you or they ask you for advice. And the question I always get is, gosh, you always get back up. You're always like, you just keep going. You're like that little engine. Because on paper, Melissa, my life looks like a, a crap storm, right? I mean, on paper. But overall, I mean, from the Instagram life, it looks like, oh, she's doing pretty well. But if you actually saw, okay, this year she lost this much money. Okay, this year she lost this business. Oh, this year she did really well. Okay, this year she lost her boyfriend. This year her mom passed away, right? So if you look at it that way, I always just keep getting back up and I'll create greater and grander. And so that's where the get up girl, I was like, oh my gosh, I am the get up girl. I am the girl that just keeps getting back up. And how can I teach others on what's my formula? And then the next question was, well, how the heck do you get back up? And it was a journey of figuring out like, actually, how do I do it? And then how am I going to articulate that for people that are listening to the podcast? Hmm. Our girl, Lori, that we're great friends with Lori Harder always says your mess is your message. Right. And that's exactly what you're sharing (laughs) is that like, you know, I have, I have this belief that the more challenges I face, the more successful I become. And I think Mm -hmm. people have this misconception that if you've been a successful entrepreneur, which you have, you've owned multiple businesses. I mean, you started like when you were 19, mm-hmm. that uh, it's always easy. And and what they see are the successes, but they don't see all the failures. They don't see the silent launches. They don't see, you know, the, the right big the income floor. months. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And so, yeah. but, but, but that is the key to success is failure. Right. So do you have, is there one particular like experience or story or failure that you've been through that maybe has been like, when you look back on it now, maybe in the moment it felt like a total, you know, shit storm. But when you look mm-hmm. back was like, that was the best thing that could have happened because it led me here. Can you think of any, any one particular thing? There are, so we can do this for hours. But the, big, <laughs> the biggest one, Melissa was in 2017, I had this like visionary idea to create a music festival in my city on the main street, right in front of my fitness studio. And it's literally a main street where it's like a little downtown and to close it down and to bring in large bands and everyone, this could have been a movie, you know, it was such a cliche of, oh, it's not going to work. You're crazy. It was, it was such a cliche of a lifetime movie. And I, took it from a conception to an actual music festival. And there were 5,000 people there. I financed it myself. I pretty much did. I mean, of course I had a small team, but it was pretty much me. And then they just helped me. And I lived and breathed that thing. It was like my iPhone. I was the Steve Jobs and that was my iPhone. And I got it running. And the first year I lost probably about a hundred grand. But in my head, I was investing it. I'm like, ooh, this is an investment. This thing is going to be big. I was truly going to build it as big as Coachella. That's what I thought. That's what I wanted in my head. That was my vision. I'm going to grow it big. It is going to be sold. I'm going to sell it to Live Nation. And then the second year comes. And uh, let's go back to that compass again. My compass was moving me one way. 
and I was listening to everybody around me of what bands I should choose, uh, what I should do this year. And I listened to them where the first year, Melissa, I didn't listen to anybody. I listened to my intuition. I listened to my knowing. I listened to my awareness. And the second year I allowed the outside voices and their thoughts and opinions to get in. And it felt so ugly and off and out of alignment and integrity the entire time. And one month until the festival, because I knew I was going to lose even more money. And it was one month and I was stressing out. I, I was shaking. It was so freaking miserable of stress. I've never had that kind of stress where it's like, oh my God, I think I'm going to like have a heart attack. I'm so stressed out. I made the choice to cancel the music festival. And this is one of the times where I ghosted. I ghosted my team. I ghosted everybody around me because I was literally, Melissa, on the floor. I could not be pulled off off the floor. I needed like two or three people around me to make sure that they made the phone calls for me, that they fed me, that they took care of me because it was like suicide watch. It was so incredibly painful and hellish. And uh, I am so proud of myself from working my way up and after that, and here's the thing, I know that was the pinpoint start of how my relationship with the love of my life went downhill because he saw me, he saw what I went through. He was, he could not understand Melissa, how I would still choose to do business after that because I worked my way back up. I was like, okay, let's do something else. Let's do this. And I lost a quarter a million dollars on that second year. Okay. And any, again, see on paper, anybody would else would have said, what the hell? And you're still going back to business. Dude, girl, get a nine to five. What are you doing? And I'm still building my way back up. And my boyfriend at the time, the love of my life, the King, I mean, I called him my King, just could not understand why I would still want to get back up and do this again. And so from that moment, then we, we separated and, you know, now I'm on to the next business and closing that and um, that's, that's it from there, but, but really rebuilding and choosing me because I could have chosen my boyfriend, the love of my life and said, okay, yeah, you're right. Let me play smaller. Yeah. Because everyone, you're crazy, Joanna, you're going to get back up after you lost that much money. And to me, I'm like, whatever, I'm going to make it back. And uh, I created a music festival. I could do this. I could do something else. No problem. Look what I did before. And uh, that's, that's it. We'll leave mm. it there. Well, it's so interesting because I believe that whenever we anchor in a belief, whatever mm -hmm. it is, we immediately look for the proof that that belief is true. And a lot oh. of people listening yeah. would probably believe that, you know, in that moment, maybe you felt this way too, that you were a failure. Like, I know I've had those moments where I'm like, I've failed at this. Mm -hmm. And then I'll look for the proof that I'm a failure and all of that exists. Or you can believe that, uh, this is a, you know, a stepping stone and I will be even more successful. I'll make double the money back. And then we look for the proof that that is real. So what has been the belief for you, Joanna? Like what has been the anchor point for you to continually like get back up and reinvent yourself time and time again? Because like you said, it could have just been easier, right. To do the same thing and get a quote unquote real job. And that's what makes everybody else feel comfortable. And 
I don't know about you, but I know for me, when I lost my network marketing job, my network marketing income, it was like, it would be so easy to just go get a job. But my soul was like, you're crazy. Right. But so what for you, like, what has been the belief? What has been the driving force for you to continually get up time after time and reinvent yourself and go bigger every single time? Melissa, this is a great question. And I only talk about this every so often. My ultimate goal in life, my target is to have a smile on my face when I take my last breath. I choose to not be sad or fighting or regret when I take my last breath. And whether it be I'm in bed, a little old lady, or tomorrow in a car accident, I want to feel like mic drop. I did everything I could. I lived a freaking grand life with the, the gifts I was given. And that's what gets me back up. Melissa, because I'm like, oh, I could do this, but I would be miserable if I had a job for a, a personality of mine. And I would be miserable if I still chose that boyfriend that wanted to be smaller. And I know at my last breath, I probably would not have a smile on my face. I probably would feel regret and like, oh, can I have one more year? Because I didn't do this. And that's the belief I have. And that's what keeps me going. Mm, that is so powerful. I have like full body chills. And that's, mm. that's just, that's the thing that you have to anchor is really attaching to your belief and your vision and your why. And then the thing that really gets you going every single day. So in your journey, I know that you've obviously dealt with naysayers, judgment, criticism, um, maybe even insecurities, imposter syndrome, a fear of being seen, a fear of being big. We've talked about that um, mm -hmm. in our relationship. Yeah. And I have a lot of network marketers that listen mm -hmm. to this podcast. And mm -hmm. a lot of these women sit in fear around being authentic um, really showing up and fear around judgment of being seen or a belief that, um, you know, they're not going to be liked. So for what, what advice or what insight can you offer from your own experience of stepping in, being bold, being a bright light and not letting the judgment or the criticism, or even when imposter syndrome comes in, like, how do you navigate through that? One thing really stuck with me, and I, I'm going to say this because I've noticed in the past when I do, it sticks with people, right? And in the book, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson, it is my favorite book of all time. He talks about judgment and receiving this and actually playing bigger. And what he asks is, or what he states is, that person that just said X, Y, Z, is that person going to come to your funeral? So you can ask yourself that, like, no, they don't even know me. Why would they come to my funeral? Okay, great. So then the next question is, what is it that we care about what they think for somebody that will not even come to your funeral? And it kind of puts it in perspective. Then the next question is, or the next statistic is, did you know, Melissa, that if it were to rain on your funeral, 10% of the people that were planning to come to your funeral will not come because it's raining meaning you are not that important to them because of the rain. So I'm like, dang, okay, wow, that really shaves off people that are really not that close to me. What is it with actually caring about what somebody is saying about me 
that is choosing, they are choosing to play small and they will not even come to my funeral. That brings it into perspective for me. The next thing is I learned this tool because I love to be like super woman where I have a little belt and I have a gazillion tools on it, right? You're going to have your machete, your knife, your, you know, your wand. But in business and my mindset, I have so many tools. Like one of them is asking a question. One of them is taking a bath. One of them is getting a massage. And another tool I have is asking the question, can I receive this? And knowing that when I receive judgment fully conscious, because when we're conscious and we receive judgment, this means that we do not have an opinion on top of their judgment. And the best way I can describe it is, and it's not about Christianity or anything of that nature, but I want you to think of Jesus Christ. And he actually received judgment without any opinion. And I don't think we're taught to receive judgment without opinion. We are taught to receive judgment with an opinion attached. It's like a little F you on top of it. And actually, when we can receive fully and receive judgment, we actually make more money. I want you to think about this. Who do you know that receives judgment fully without an opinion? And the first thing that comes, first people or person that comes to my mind is Kim Kardashian and all the Kardashians. They receive judgment fully. They're like, whatever, I don't care. And the more they don't care, it bugs people. They judge them more and they make more money. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Because money is energy. So when you're able to receive all of life and you're fully conscious, then you're actually able to receive more energy. Uh, I'm going to talk Donald Trump, President Trump. He does not care what anybody says. And he receives more judgment, more judgment, more judgment. And he actually makes more money, right? And it's so interesting when you look at it that way. And I think we're going to go back to what you said, the polarizing right? Go back to polarizing. When you're polarizing, you actually make more money too. I've heard that before. Like as soon as you pick a side, you get bigger. And so I think the laws of the universe and being conscious when you're, when you can fully receive it. Now I totally get, you're like, okay, Joanna, well, that's hard. How the heck do I do that? That That's a whole other thing. I would, uh, that's, I think we're going to need a different podcast on just learning how to receive. So that's my little tool. But I love that you said like receiving it without the opinion on it, right? And like, so you're not attaching any meaning to it. It's like, yes. okay, I receive that you are judging me, but I'm not making it mean anything personal about me. Like I am actually not, like, it's almost like I'm not receiving how you're sharing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get this, yeah. I get this. And this resonates so deeply. And I love the, the funeral analogy, like, wow, we, we, we care so much about what other people think when in reality, those people don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. And I, I believe that you can't share the wrong message with the right person, right? If they're the right person, they're going to hear it the right way. Mm -hmm. And if they're not meant to be in your community, they'll leave again. It's like that, that whole like fence sitter situation. So yeah. I love this. So your platform, you're getting ready to launch something really effing exciting. Actually, at the time of that this podcast will air, your new podcast 
will already be out, the Get Up Girl podcast. So tell us more about that. What was the inspiration behind it? And P.S. Can I just say that you were born to have conversations and and be a podcaster? Like I cannot wait for this podcast to come out, but tell us more about that and where the inspiration came from and, and what people can expect from you. Cause I'm a talker, right? Yes, like, Cause I, you just, you're like gospel. I'm like, yes, girl, preach every time I hear you. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Well, everything that we've talked about already on this episode are going to be the themes that I will discuss on the podcast. And what I've discovered, Melissa, is that through all my self-development, I kept learning the same tools and I was hitting a, a lid. I was sitting a limit. And I'm like, okay, but what's next? Similar to about the what I was talking about receiving. And if your listeners are going, okay, Joanna, but I know, what do you do next? That's what the podcast is. It's like I'm teaching the tools that nobody's really talking about. They're like the hidden tools. And in my interesting opinion, I think the tools that I'm teaching are going to be a little more mainstream and talked about in the next 10 years. Because I could see the evolution of our consciousness on this planet. And it's like, you know, little baby steps, baby steps. And I kind of call it like the Oprah era. Like Oprah really helped, I see, open up these types of conversations, saying universe. If you said universe in the 90s, people would have thought you were a granola pusher and you were just like this yoga you know, type person, right? You know what I mean? But like now in 2020, it's so much more open and uh, received and um, uh, anyway, so things like that. So with the Get Up Girl, that's, those are the conversations I'm going to be talking about and different tools that your mama didn't teach you, you know, that Tony Robbins didn't teach you. Because if you're like, I know, but it's still not working. That's what we're going to talk about. Mm, I literally cannot wait. So that'll be on iTunes. Yes. Yes. And okay. Spotify. I love Spotify. Ooh, I can't Thank wait. You. Okay. So if women or men, or anyone, if humans in general want to get into your vortex, they want more aliens. Joanna Vargas. I like aliens too. <laughs> if beings of all kind want to get into your vortex, what's the best way for them to, to get more Joanna in their life? Oh, yes. I love the vortex. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook at Joanna Vargas Official. Mm, guys. Or you, yeah. Or go to thegetupgirl.net. That's it. Your, your TikTok is fire. <laughs> your JLo challenge, I was like, yes, queen. Ugh. Oh, I know. Gosh, everybody, you're going to love, I love JLo. That's my girl since Selena days. I yeah, know. I love, I love it. it. Okay. Talk about receiving. She can receive judgment. She don't care. I love it. Well, I think, you know, kind of going back to what you were saying earlier about like, when you are on your deathbed, you want a smile on your face. Like when that is the intention to live fully in your purpose, to be unapologetic, to be as big and bright and bold. I mean, that's the whole point of having a human experience, right? Is like mm -hmm. you only get one shot. I mean, unless you believe in reincarnation, but in this particular meat suit, yeah. you get one, you get, <laughs> you get one shot, right? I like that. So why not go all out? Like, right? why Hello. not go all out? I, I just, yeah. yeah, I think we're, we're on the same page about that. And, um, you Melissa, know, like, I wanna, okay. Yeah. Well, I wanted to say one more thing, if you don't yeah. mind, yeah. because it's on my heart to say this. Another little tool I learned is we call judgment things that are quote unquote negative. 
And actually judgment, it was somebody when they judge something. So if I were to say, Melissa, you're so beautiful. That's also a judgment, but we don't call that a judgment. We call that a compliment. Yes. Isn't that interesting? Yes. And just like Gary Vee says, he goes, I'm happy because when I get comments, the comments that say, Gary, you're so amazing. He's like, I can care less. And the comments that say, Gary, you're a douchebag. I can care less. He's like, they're even to him. And again, he can receive all types of judgments, compliments, and the not so complimental, um, complimentary ones, and they're equal. So also think about judgments, if you're listening right now, that a one that feels good is also a judgment. I love that because it's like, I learned this, I did the landmark forum. It was like my, my okay. introduction to personal uh-huh. development way back in the day. And at the landmark forum, they talked about the difference between facts and stories. Mm. And like, we'll use money for an example. Like the fact could be that you have a hundred dollars in your bank account. The story that you create is completely up to you and how you feel about it. Right. So the story around a hundred dollars in your bank account could be like, I'm rich as fuck, you know, (laughs) or the story could be like, I am broke as fuck. It's just a hundred dollars, but it's the meaning that you assign to it. So I could see judgment the same way, same. right? So like someone could say you're beautiful and you could take that as a negative thing. If you mm-hmm. live in a culture yeah. where women are not allowed to show their beauty and someone mm-hmm. comments on your physical body, that could actually be not received in a positive way right? Interesting. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, I, I feel like what you're, what you're sharing is like, you get to choose the judgment and how you feel about it. Or if it's neutral, if someone is trolling on your page and they're saying not so nice things about you, you can choose whether or not you like it or not. You get to create the story, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like what you're, what you're saying. Interesting way to look at it. Thank Mm -hmm. you. I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, why do you choose chocolate ice cream? Just because I choose it. Not because it's good or it's bad or it's better than vanilla. It's just what I choose, right? It just, it's just what I choose, right? <laughs> so, I love it. Okay, guys, please go give Joanna a follow on Instagram. I promise you, like she delivers so much value and make sure you head over to iTunes, you subscribe to the Get Up Girl, leave her a five-star review make sure you subscribe to the podcast because honestly, like when it comes to podcasting, subscribing, rating, and reviewing is the way the podcast grows. And the more the podcast grows, the more people it can touch and the more people it can touch, the more guests you can get on and we can spread this message and you can get impact out into the world. So please go find the Get Up Girl on Instagram, screenshot your favorite episode, tag Joanna, tag me so that we can celebrate you. It's how we know as content creators that what we're putting out in the world (laughs) that you love so we can receive some of that juicy judgment that you like it. (laughs) Give us some judgment. Give Give us some some judgment. judgment, Okay. Joanna. Melissa, you're a phenomenal. Thank you. I love you, girl. I love you. We can talk talk all day. (laughs) Okay. Last question. And you have as much time as you want to answer this. So please give yourself full permission to just go there. What are you celebrating right now? (laughs) 
I'm going to go with the quickest thing that just came to my head is my talents. Like I'm, I think I'm pretty fun and, and I'm a talker and I have fun doing interviews and I, I could do podcasts. I'm celebrating that. I'm like, dang, I have this gift. Thank you, God. Thank you, everything. And I'm celebrating that. I am celebrating that I am alive and strong and here with you and, and that I know you. Gosh, so much, Melissa. I, I, that's a great question because when you're on the spot with that, dang, I can really see why you said take as much time because I can feel like I can go on and on. And how interesting is that? that there is so much more that can create more for my life than I am focusing on at the moment. So thank you. I love that. Well, I'm celebrating you and you and your podcast and your voice and your light in this world and your ability to just get up time and time again and literally pave the way for all of us to do the same. Joanna, I love your light. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for being here. Have a tequila and choose bigger and greater, everyone. Love you all. Love you, girl. And guys, make sure you share this episode. And until the next one, live your boldly courageous life. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It is truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to fully step into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes and leaving me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.